Hi, this is Preston. Hi, this is Yun. And this is episode one of Asian Affairs. This is a new podcast series centered around current affairs discussed from an Asian diasporic lens. And today we wanted to discuss the new short film Bao, which was released alongside The Incredibles 2. And the reason why we wanted to discuss it was because after it was released, there was a backlash from mainly the white community in that a lot of people were saying that they didn't understand and it didn't resonate with them. A lot of people thought that it was comedic in places that were not meant to be comedic. And so, spoiler alert, we are going to be talking about the full 10 minutes of the film. So, Preston, what did you think about that film after watching it? It really, really resonated with me. It was really important to watch because obviously our kind of narratives are really underrepresented in, in Hollywood. How about you? It really resonated for me too. And to be honest, it was really, really sad uh, when the bow was leaving and when she actually ate the bow, um, I started tearing up. <laughs> And I think that the reason why is because our parents take care of us so much, right? Um, they bring us to a new, uh, new country and my mom took care of me a lot. Like her kids were pretty much her entire life, even if she was working. And even up until high school, she still sent me lunch every single day in the middle of the school day. Uh, so my mom really doted on us and was really there um, to take care and really cared about our well-being, really made sure that we had anything that we needed to excel. Definitely. And I, I always try to remember is our parents did move to a new country, not in their mother language. and. It, it could be really difficult and daunting at times. So I, as I get older, I always get a, a greater appreciation for it. And, um, and my mom was really similar too. She, uh, <laughs> watching Bao, it really reminded me of my experience growing up with her because at times she could be very overprotective. Uh, you know, she was always trying to be involved in my life. Um, and obviously, when I was a kid, I may be a little you know, rebellious or not really appreciate it uh, in the moment. But definitely, now that I'm you know, living on my own, I, I have a greater appreciation for it and, uh, and, and the doting and, and sacrifices that she uh, made for me. Right. And, you know, it also ties into the fact that uh, we're taught to really respect our parents, right? Even if we get annoyed at them or irritated to like what you were saying, it feels overbearing at times. We still understand that there's a base level of sacrifice that they, that they had to do in order to give us the lives that we have today, right? Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think that goes for like any class, right? Uh, whether you're in the working class, middle class, upper class. Um, yeah, and so 
for me, the part where she ate the bao was really, really horrifying because it symbolizes a fight that was escalated and like perhaps alluding to saying something that she regrets or like a foot in the mouth, quote unquote, or an action that she regrets. Um, and, you know, the mom is clearly heartbroken, right? Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And that was just like so heartbreaking. And to think that, you know, people were laughing during that time, it just, it, it kind of pisses me off. Yeah, because, it's extremely insensitive. Yeah, it's so insensitive, right? Because that's like a heartbreaking moment. It's like they're laughing at our parents. That's the type of feeling that I got. Yeah, not only laughing at our parents, but laughing at us, laughing at our lives, basically. It's like, oh, who, who are these people? What kind of story is this? Uh, and, you know, instead of trying to understand it, they laugh, mock it. Right. Uh, it definitely pisses you off. And I think that because it's not even an like a only Asian community type of dynamic that we're seeing, right? It's kind of a universal theme, that empty nest syndrome, right? I think in the Asian community, though, it's like a little bit, um, there's more emphasis on that kind of, uh, just because of the values that we have. And I think that that ties into how white audiences, they're so used to seeing themselves on the screen that when they see an Asian face or something foreign to them, they can't relate to it because it's already so dehumanized, right? They're willing to relate to cars, right? <laughs> Inanimate objects and, um, and planes and fruits and veggies and animals and all of these different types of um, abstract things, right? Even like feelings, like that one Pixar movie, right? Or, or Zootopia. Yeah, exactly. But they can't relate to something so universal as a parent-child uh, dynamic just because the face is an Asian woman. And I don't know if they know what a bao is, right? Yeah. So, like a dumpling, right? <laughs> so... I don't know that to me it's like really telling of the um representation that we have in hollywood it's very very poor to the fact where we're just mocked and laughed at rather than being empathized with something i noticed in in bell was the attention to detail right there's there's that calendar uh there was uh, the rice cooker in, in that uh, the living or the the dining room, and going to talking like going back to your point about the dehumanization of Asian people or Asian faces. I think one of the most heartbreaking scenes for me was right before the bow. The kid uh, is basically bored, like he she she bites into it and uh, it cries. Right, um, you can see this kind of like face of it was like a really sad face right after the dad had to jet off for work um, mm -hmm. it was kind of like this loneliness emptiness um, and you could really see it etched in her face and, and that was really heartbreaking for me because 
Um, I, I think that definitely in the West, there's this whole like, once you're 18, you move out of the house, you go build out your own life as an individual. But then we oftentimes forget about our parents who raised us for so many years, for 18 plus years. And then it just, it's, we don't always think about their lives besides being parents. Um, what are they doing on a day to day basis? What kind of loneliness are they facing now that kids to um, actually take care of? So that was, that was a really heartbreaking moment for me. Right. And I think going back to what you were saying with how a lot of kids are kicked out at 18, right? I think that that's a very, um, very white American mentality. And I think that that the reason why is because the familial bond is not as strong in white American communities, or at least doesn't seem to be, right? It also goes to show in, uh, if you look at the population of nursing homes, nursing homes, the number one demographic would be white men, actually. Oh, really? Yes. And there's an extremely tiny demographic of immigrant families, and that includes Hispanic uh, and definitely Asian, right? Because we're taught to take care of our parents as we grow older, right? We don't, I mean, besides the fact that nursing homes are expensive, we don't have, we have the responsibility to take care of our parents because they're the ones who took care of us first. I think it really goes to show that why there was such a large audience that were just laughing at this short and why they can't relate to it and why they mock, but it also shows like microaggressions. When I think about my parents and, and let's say 20, 30 years down the line, I never want to throw them into a nursing home. You hear stories about mistreatment and mm -hmm. not only that, but it's like, okay, thanks for raising me. I'll, I'll throw you, I'll throw you here. Um, peace. It's like, no, it's not like that. And I even have guilt when it comes to uh, living on my own. Sometimes I, I do feel sad that I can't be there as often for my mom. And it's kind of like a, a compromise, right? It's a compromise between uh, the Western American uh, ideals of uh, maybe capitalism and, and individualism and, and striving out on your own, but also um, the Asian values of those close familial bonds, um, respect for your elders and, and your parents, and, and showing that, that appreciation for them uh, actually raising you to be healthy, functioning adults. So um, that's definitely a compromise that I think we both saw in Bao, but also represented in our own lives. Um, that compromise between Western American and um, Asian values that white people just never experience for themselves. So I think, it, you know, just a kind of short summary of this, right? Bao, like if you're Asian American, definitely you have to see it because this really, I think it would transcend it transcend even Chinese culture because I know it was a Chinese American 
or Chinese Canadian um, director. But I think that it really spoke to me. I'm sure it spoke to a lot of other Asian Americans out there. Uh, and if you're white, <laughs> then you really need to show more sensitivity <laughs> because this clearly wasn't written for you. And we're looking at, we're watching and consuming your stuff all the time. So please, please show us that same respect. Definitely. It's an essential experience for many Americans to pull bow short. And I think instead of trying to dismiss it as some kind of other or dismiss it as confusing, maybe ask questions about it and, and try to understand more why does this resonate with so many people that, uh, you know, Americans, Canadians, um, anyone that are in, in the diaspora? Right. So that concludes today's episode of Asian Affairs. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, my handle is Preston Wong 888. And mine is XXYUNZ. And Asian Affairs, we release episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And for more pro-Asian content, be sure to check out Not Your Asian Sidekick and Journey to the West on YouTube, as well as our website, ProAsian888, with the link in our profile. This is Preston. This is Yun. And see you next time on Asian Affairs.